Greetings, my friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. The website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives. That's where you go to support this mission of truth. Well, it's my favorite part of each week, and that is to begin our week with wisdom and encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. We are looking at Psalm 113, 14, and 15 today. They're all very, very short. And we're going to be looking at Proverbs 29. Now, I'm going to read from the Hallelujah Scriptures this morning for the psalm reading. And the reason for that is, is to begin with, Psalm 113 puts a high emphasis on the name of God. And just more and more, I am seeing the tragedy of, of that being not obvious uh, to, to new Christians and to, to new believers and to people, or really even people who've read the Bible for 30 years. I'm, I'm astonished at how many don't realize that the Lord is actually when it says capital L O R D that's actually God's name in the in the in the actual manuscripts and the King James does do us a, a service by at least capitalizing that so that we know and uh like six different times in their translations they actually put the word Jehovah in there um but i still find it uh just more and more, I find it bothersome. Uh, so when we get to passages where the emphasis is on God's name, I just we just have to go and, and look at it. And there's no translation that I think is perfect. Because um, there's wording that the King James does better than the Holy Scriptures, but then the name thing. And so... We're just going to do the best we can. Anyway, I don't want to bore you with all the details. But that's why we are reading the Psalms from the Hallelujah Scriptures this morning. Um, I am going to insert the English translation for the word Baruch because I don't want people to get confused. But Baruch in Hebrew or Barach just depends on how you, which dialect you pronounce it in. It means blessed. I'm just going to say blessed so there's no confusion, uh, but you will hear the word Shemayim a lot, and that is the word for heavens. All right. Open up your hearts. Let's see what the Word of God has to say to us this morning. Let's begin. Psalm 113, 14, and 15. Verse 1. Hallelujah. Praise, O servants of Jehovah. Praise the name of Jehovah. Blessed be the name of Jehovah now and forever. From the rising of the sun to its going down. The name of Jehovah is to be praised. Jehovah is high above all nations. His esteem is above the Shemayim. Who is like Jehovah, our Elohim, who is enthroned on high? 
He looks down on the Shemayim and in the earth. He raises the poor out of the dust, lifts the needy from the dunghill to make him sit with the nobles, with the nobles of his people, causing the barren to dwell in a house, a rejoicing mother of children. Hallelujah. So there's Psalm 113. One thing I wanted to point out. By the way, you can just see the power difference, right? Like if I just start reading from a standard English translation, like the King James Bible. Here's the first verse. Praise ye the Lord. Praise all you servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Here's the first verse of the Hallelujah Scriptures. Hallelujah. Praise, O servants of Jehovah. Praise the name of Jehovah. It just seems more personable, right? And that praise ye the Lord that you see so many times, that is hallelujah often, more often than not in, in the Hebrew. I'm surprised that it's not translated that way because it's a word that everybody knows. Anyway, I don't want to beat a dead horse here. What I do want to point out is the last verse... It's actually translated a little clearer, I think, uh, in um, the King James Bible. Listen to the verse 9. That this t- today, this would be offensive to, to many women around the world. But throughout human history, this, this is not the case. Listen to the verse. He make the barren woman to keep house. And to be joy, be a joyful mother of children, praise ye the Lord, or hallelujah. He maketh the barren woman to keep house, and to be joyful, be a joyful mother of children. You see, throughout all human history, with the exception of a few places like Sodom, women have longed to be mothers in the home caring for children. And it was considered like a reproach to be barren, to not be producing children. Obviously, that's not the case in modern times. In modern times, it's almost the opposite. Like, it's almost a feeling of being cursed. And to keep house sounds like some type of patriotic, patriotic oppression <laughs> or whatever, right? The Bible says that's that's a blessing. And God, who lifts the poor out of poverty, who lifts the needy out of the dunghill, as someone who was that person in the dunghill at a point in my life, I can attest that God does lift us out of those situations if we will seek Him and cry out to Him and pray to Him. I am an example of that. I know what it's like to not have a home of my own, to be living out of my car, and to be living in situations that are unthinkable as a young man. Wondering if I would live to see the age of 25 or 30. Thinking I likely wouldn't survive to to make it to true adulthood, you know what I mean? I can attest to these things. All right, I feel like I'm getting off track. Let's continue on. 
Psalm 114. When Yisrael went out of Mitzrayim, that is to say Egypt, the house of Yaakob, from a people of a strange language, Yehuda became his Kodesha, his hallowed, and Yisrael his rule. The sea saw it and fled. The yarden turned back. The mountains skipped like rams, the little hills like lambs. Why was it, O sea, that you fled? O yarden that you turned back, O mountains that you skipped like rams, O little hills like lambs. Tribble, O earth, from the face of the Adon, from the face of Eloah, of Yaakov, who turned the rock into a pool of water, the flint into a fountain of water. Psalm 115. This is our last psalm for the day. 16 verses. Not to us, O Jehovah, not to us, but to your name give esteem. For your kindness, for your truth, Why should the Gentiles say, Where now is their Elohim? But our Elohim is in the Shemayim. Whatever pleased him, he has done. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of men's hands. They have mouths, but they do not speak. They have eyes, but they do not see. They have ears, but they do not hear. They have noses, but they do not smell. They have hands, but they do not handle. They have feet, but they do not walk. They make no sound through their throat. The ones who make them shall become like them. Please note, let's stop for a second. That's a strong verse. That's a strong truth. So the question is, what, you know, God, please arrive. Please show up. Please do things. Why should the Gentiles, or why should the heathen, say, where is their God, right? Why should the Gentiles say, where now is their Elohim? Here's what the heathen serves. That being a majority of the world. Their idols are silver and gold. They are the work of men's hands. We worship the one who created all things. They worship things they create. Right? Here's the thing. Here's here's the, the, the circumstances of the things that they make. They have no mouths, but they speak. They have no eyes, but they can't see. They have, or I'm sorry, they have these things, but they can't use them. They have ears, but they can't hear. They have noses, but they can't smell. They have hands, but they can't handle. They have feet, but they can't walk. And they make no sounds through their throat. And the ones who make them will become like them. They will become as useless, as lacking in power, as the very idols they worship. But what about us? Let's continue on. Verse 9. O Yisrael, trust in Jehovah. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in Jehovah. 
He is their help and their shield. You who revere Jehovah, trust in Jehovah. He is their help and their shield. Jehovah has remembered us. He blessed us. He blessed the house of Yisrael. He blessed the house of Aaron. He blessed those who revere Jehovah, the small and the great. Jehovah give you increase more and more, you and your children. You are blessed by Jehovah who made the Shemayim and earth. The Shemayim are the Shemayim of Jehovah. But he has given the earth to the children of men. The dead do not hallelujah, nor any going down to silence. But we, we bless Yah now and forever. Hallelujah. That is our psalm reading for this morning. I really hope that it's touched your heart. I like that last verse. In the King James it says, The dead praise not the Lord, neither any that go down into silence. But what about us? We will bless the Lord from time forth and forevermore. So even when we die, we will still praise. Because those who have trusted who have had faith, who's, who's, who are the children of God, they will live forever. Let's check out our proverb for today. Let's get some wisdom to start this week and to end our study for this morning. We are ready for Proverbs 29. 27 verses, warnings and instructions continued. Let's begin. He that being often reproved hardeneth his neck shall suddenly be destroyed and that without remedy. When the righteous are in authority the people rejoice but when the wicked beareth rule the people mourn. Whoso loveth wisdom rejoices his father but he that keepeth company with harlots spendeth his substance. The king by judgment establishes the land, but he that receiveth gifts overthroweth it. Mm. <laughs> that is what has happened here in the United States. Not the whole story, but it's a big part of the story. Through bribery, which is made, which is legal. They call it something else, but it's legal. They call it lobbying. But really what happens is, is companies or other countries or whatever will basically give money to politicians to vote a certain way. That's how a politician will go from making $100,000 a year salary and then retire with 10 to $30 million. 
What does it say happens here? The king by judgment establishes the land. So that's somebody using judgment. But he that receiveth gifts overthroweth it. Let's continue. Verse 5. A man that flattereth his neighbor spreadeth a net for his feet. In the transgression of an evil man there is a snare, but the righteous doth sing and rejoice. The righteous considereth the cause of the poor, but the wicked regardeth not to know it. Scornful men bring a city into a snare, but a wise man turn away wrath. If a wise man contendeth with a foolish man, whether he rage or laugh, there is no rest. The bloodthirsty hate the upright, but the just seek his soul. A fool uttereth all his mind, but a wise man keepeth it until afterwards. There's just more um, wisdom there about keeping your mouth shut. A wise person doesn't just empty their thoughts. They, right? They control their mouth. A fool, on the other hand, he uttereth all his mind. Verse 12, if a ruler hearken to lies, all his servants are wicked. The poor and the deceitful man meet together. The Lord lighten both their eyes. The king that faithfully judges the poor, his throne shall be established forever. The rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child let to himself bringeth his mother to shame. Over and over and over, the Proverbs warn you got to discipline your kid. If you don't, you hate your kids. The rod, right? It's reproof. It gives wisdom. It trains up a child. But if you let a child to himself, just do what you want, little Johnny. You're gonna, he's going to bring you shame. Verse 16, when the wicked are multiplied, transgression increases but the righteous shall see their fall. Correct thy son, and he shall give thee rest. Yea, he shall give delight unto thy soul. Where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. A servant will not be corrected by words, for through he understands he will not answer. Seest thou a man that is hasty in his words? There is more hope of a fool than him. He that delicately bringeth up his servant from a child shall have him become his son at the length. An angry man stirreth up strife, and a furious man aboundeth in transgression. A man's pride shall bring him low, but honor shall uphold the humble in spirit. Whoso is partner with a thief hateth his own soul. He heareth cursing, and bereath it not. 
fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Many seek the ruler's favor, but every man's judgment cometh from the Lord. An unjust man is the abomination to the just, and he that is upright in the way is an abomination to the wicked. And that is the end of our Proverbs and the end of our study for this morning. Let's read that last truth one more time. It resonates in our day, doesn't it? An unjust man is an abomination to the just. And he that is upright in the way is an abomination to the wicked. That's never been more painfully obvious than it is right now, right? They hate those who would dare to be upright. And there's so few that do dare to be upright that it's like a spotlight on a bunch of cockroaches. They don't like that. Well, that is our wisdom and encouragement to start our week this morning. I hope that it's been a blessing to you. I hope your hearts have been pierced. I hope that it's caused you to draw closer to God and to His Son. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to those of you who pray for the podcast and those of you who support this mission of truth. While you are few, you make all the difference. And I'm so very grateful for all of you. Thank you for listening. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.